0: and 1330 KNSS, Wichita's number one talk.
1: Good morning, 6 o'clock. This is the KNSS Morning News with Steve and Ted. I'm Steve Packintosh with a red flag warning for fire danger today. Today, right now, the uh, temperature 49 degrees. President Biden is planning to visit Brownsville, Texas to meet with officials as former President Trump will also be at the border in Eagle Pass, Texas. Fox's Jackie Bunyans reports.
2: Biden said he just learned about his Republican opponent's trip.
1: I've
0: been planning to go Thursday. What I didn't know is uh, my good friend apparently is gone.
2: A Trump campaign spokesperson claimed Trump's trip was planned first, writing on X. Crooked Joe Biden had three years to visit the border and fix the crisis he created. Now Biden's handlers are sending him there on the same day as President Trump's publicly reported trip not because they actually want to solve the problem, but because they know Biden is losing terribly. Polls show if President Biden doesn't turn things around quickly, the issue of illegal immigration could prove to be a major political liability for him come November.
1: A new Monmouth University poll shows 61 percent of Americans say illegal immigration is a very serious problem. A number of wildfires were causing concern around central Kansas Monday afternoon. One of the largest was south of Lake and burned at least a six-mile path. A wildfire was reported in south Reno County west of Pretty Prairie and south of Arlington. Reno County officials say crews also worked a small fire west of Hutchinson. A wildfire flared up in uh, northeast Kingman County, north of Highway 400 and northwest of Cheney. Kingman County officials said crews are uh, are working uh, pasture fire uh, north of Highway 54. Other fires were reported in South Rice County and in McPherson County, north of Groveland. There is no information on whether any buildings were burned. No injuries are reported. An emergency disaster declaration was issued Monday in Kansas due to increased fire risks this week. The declaration allows more resources to be available for fighting wildfires. Rodney Redinger with the Kansas Forest Service says... They've been working to prepare for possible
2: wildfires. A lot of planning. Uh, We've been communicating with our uh, other state partners, the State Fire Marshal's Office, Division of Emergency Management, um, since kind of towards the
3: end of last week when we started hearing that these fire weather conditions may be coming this week.
2: Um, And so specifically to the Forest Service.
1: The Kansas Division of Emergency Management has started staffing the State Emergency Operations Center to help counties and local first responders under the new declaration. Wichita police have made an arrest in a weekend double homicide. 35-year-old Christopher Harrell and 35-year-old Natisha Phillips were shot near Kellogg and Rock Road early Saturday morning. A young child was also found unharmed at the scene. A 20-year-old suspect arrested on suspicion of capital murder and child endangerment. Formal charges are pending. Two men accused in the shooting death of one-year-old Tayden Anderson, February 19th, were charged in Sedgwick County Court when, uh, Monday. 21-year-old Jonathan Tillery Mathias and 25-year-old Kavion Richard were charged with first-degree murder and criminal discharge of a firearm. A 17-year-old was also, has also been charged in juvenile court. Bond for both men was set at $1.5 million. The Federal Trade Commission has sued to block a proposed supermarket
4: merger. Government officials say the nearly $25 billion deal between grocery giants Kroger, the parent company of Dillon's, and Albertson's would eliminate competition and lead to higher prices for millions of Americans. The FTC filed a lawsuit in U.S. District Court in Oregon Monday. It was joined in the suit by the attorneys general of eight states and the District of Columbia. Kroger and Albertsons, two of the nation's largest grocers, agreed to the merger in October of 22, saying that the merger would help them better compete with Walmart, Amazon, Costco, and other big rivals. Dan O'Neill, KNSS News.
1: The Wichita City Council has scheduled a workshop for today. Mayor Lily Wu tells KNSS News she is making a change to try and simplify things.
2: I'm hoping that our community knows that in the past, workshops were at 9.30 a.m., well, I tried to align it all so that everything's at 9 a.m. So our council meetings are at 9 a.m., our workshop meetings now are at 9 a.m.
1: We'll comment it during Mondays with the mayor on the Stephen Ted of the Morning show on KNSS. KNSS News Time now, 6.05, five minutes past six o'clock. Stephen Ted of the Morning, KNSS, 6.09, now nine minutes past six o'clock. Sedgwick County's annual severe weather safety program kicked off Monday evening at the Valley Center Community Center. Cody Sharvit with the county's emergency management tells KNSS News.
3: Free of charge, open to the public, no registration required. Just show up ready to learn and, and uh, listen to what you can do to increase your weather IQ.
5: Does the presentation change any from year to year or is it pretty much information that we're just reinforcing?
3: I think more the latter. I mean, not a lot changes when it comes to severe weather. Uh, We, you know, a wall cloud, still wall cloud, a shelf cloud, still shelf cloud, that type of thing. The county
1: will present 14 programs through April 2nd. New information is being released about the migrant suspected in this murder of Laken Riley, a Georgia nursing student. Fox's Matt Finn tells us more.
3: 26-year-old murder suspect Jose Antonio Ebrar is the illegal alien from Venezuela, the one charged with murdering that University of Georgia student. He first crossed into the U.S. illegally in El Paso, Texas, in September 2022. He was released into the U.S. via parole, which is a temporary authorization to be in the United States. ICE says then in August of last year, New York police arrested Abrar for acting in a manner that would injure a child less than 17. But New York City is a sanctuary city, so Abrar was released before ICE could issue a detainer to hold him. (coughs) Fast forward a few months, and now Abrar has been charged with the murder of the University of Georgia nursing student
1: Lakin Riley. A New York City medical school goes tuition free. Thanks to a $1 billion donation. Ruth Gottesman, who's the widow of a Wall Street investor, announcing the
5: gift Monday to students and faculty at the Albert Einstein School of Medicine. Gottesman has been affiliated with the college for 55 years and chairs its board of trustees. The gift is intended to attract a diverse pool of candidates who otherwise might not have the means to attend. It'll also enable students to graduate without debt. Tuition at Einstein is more than $59,000
3: per year. The national average for medical school debt in the U.S. exceeds $200,000. Chris DeMaio, Fox News.
1: Warmer weather leads to the
3: cancellation
1: of the longest sled dog race in the eastern U.S. The Can-Am Crown International Sled Dog Races have taken place in northern Maine for more than 30 years, but a
5: lack of snow means there'll be no mushing this year for the 250-mile event. Organizers say it's not safe. Races center around Fort Kent, more than 300 miles north of Portland. The National Weather Service, says the town, has received about 47 inches of snow this year. It normally has about 80 inches. The Can Am sled dog races are expected to return next year. Tom Graham, Fox News.
1: KNSS News time now, 6 12. 12 minutes past 6 o'clock.
3: Right now, traffic, well, the things in traffic are looking good here in the Wichita area at the moment. Not really seeing many uh, slow traffic areas or are too many problems out there. The gasoline prices. Not really seeing a change at that higher end. Still two ninety nine a gallon for the most part uh, at that high end. Spotted some better prices out there. Uh, two seventy nine. dollars saw that near Central and Mays. Traffic update from 98.7 and 1330 KNSS. I'm Jed Chambers. Let's
1: take a first look at the uh, weather forecast this morning with KSN and KNSS staff meteorologist. Dan Holiday. Good morning, Dan.
0: Good morning. A quiet start to the day here in Wichita in south-central Kansas. We expect to be sunny, breezy, really warming up again this afternoon with a high near 80. We do have a red flag warning in effect for extreme fire danger. Tonight, much colder air coming in behind the frontal boundary. Our low 23, sunny and 46 tomorrow. I'm KNSS, meteorologist and Holiday.
1: Now, a few clouds, southwest wind at 7 miles per hour, 47 degrees at Wichita Severe Weather Station, 98.7 and 1330 KNSS. 613, Stephen Ted, and today is Tuesday, February 27th, 2024. We had another beautiful day across central Kansas Monday. Wichita's high temperature, 78 degrees, normal high, 52, and that 78 ties the record for the date. Uh, which was set in 1896. Good morning, Ted Woodward. Long time ago. That's, a, that's gosh, in the last century. Hmm, or the century before that. Wow, 1896. That's 196. Wow, 100 and some years old. On this date in 1973, members of the American Indian Movement occupied the hamlet of Wounded Knee in South Dakota, the site of the 1890 massacre of Sioux men, women, and children. The occupation lasted until the following May. It's about that time around there when uh, some American Indians, uh, Native Americans, occupied Alcatraz prison. Remember, remember, hearing about that, Ted? Mm-hmm. I, I don't know how long they were out there, but uh, they pretty much trashed the place, and then government finally went in, cleaned it up. And if you get to San Francisco, I urge you. To take the boat out and see Alcatraz. It is something else. All right, we got a powerful winter storm dumping deep snow in parts of the West Monday. Much of the central U.S. was in season of warm, as Mm -hmm. you know. People played golf in Wisconsin, Wichita, and comfortably walked their dogs in Iowa where some bulbs were starting to flower. High winds hiked fire risks in several states, including here in Kansas, as we've been telling you this morning. Why was it happening? The jet stream has been sitting far north, far north enough to mean that warm air has been blasting the normally frigid upper Midwest. Also at uh, play is a weather pattern called El Nino, which transports warm air from the Gulf of Mexico northward, causing temperatures to soar in the central and eastern regions. We are suffering from El Nino, if you can call that suffering, right, Ted? All right, Ted, it's pretty nice out there this morning, huh? You had another- yeah, it's not bad. Uneventful commute in. You didn't have to stop for any accidents or anything in your in your journey to be here with us this morning. No, sir. A case of old hockey cards, possibly containing the game's great one, has fetched more than $3.7 million. Oof. After it was discovered in a Regina, Saskatchewan home. Yeah, I knew it wasn't discovered in the U.S.
5: It had to be Canada.
1: <laughs> yeah. Heritage Auctions says the winning bidder bought the case of 16 sealed boxes of O.P. Cheese 1979 hockey card collection, amounting to more than 10,000 cards. The auctioneer says the case could include 25 or more coveted Wayne Gretzky rookie cards. Could. A man in Regina had kept the case in a packaged storage, storage room. Auctioneer says the uh, longtime collector asked to remain anonymous. I have not collected a baseball or a card of any kind since I was about 10. How do they come? Did how do you buy them anymore? Can you buy them in a store with a? You're pack, asking me. A pack of? I have uh, no idea. They used to get what five cards and some really crummy bubble gum with them. You remember that when we kid?
5: I was not into that. Uh, My two I brothers was, were.
1: I was for a little bit. I had a. But I had, a I had no interest in that at all. I Had a shoebox pretty much filled. In a bit. Every about every <laughs> other one was Walt Droppo, or Don Mossy, who you never heard of. Yeah, there never was a decent card. I I was very
5: much into listening to games on the radio, watching games on TV, but I had had no interest in
1: having cards around. All right. We have uh, Wichita Police Department asking for help in locating a critical missing adult, 37-year-old Samuel Dorsey, last seen in the Meridian Seneca area. Dorsey is a Caucasian male. He has a diminished mental capacity. If you see him, know anything about him, call the police department. 6- I'm up on 618. Steve and Ted in the morning here on KNSS. It is time for leadoff sports this morning with Ted Woodward. Yeah,
5: we had basketball action in Manhattan last night. Kansas State hosting West Virginia, a team that has not won a road game this season. You heard the game on 97.5 and 1240 KFH. Interesting game. 8,800 fans at the game last night in Bramlage. K-State had a 25-point lead, and they lost it. Uh Uh-oh. They, uh, that lead went away in the final 13 and a half minutes of regulation and ended up going into overtime where K-State survived and beat the Mountaineers 94-90 to in OT.
0: Gasson back to Perry. Shot clock is at 10. Here's Tyler on the drive. Layup good. What a play, Tyler Perry. He's got 25, and it's 89-85.
5: How about that? It's another overtime win for K-State. The amazing streak continues. K-State has now won 12 straight overtime games under head coach Jerome Tang since he took over last season. Seven. You must, you must have a good overtime speed. Seven of them this season. That is an NCAA record for overtime wins in one season. Wow. K-State now 17-11 and 11 on the season. Senior Tyler Perry with a season-high 29 points. He made six three-pointers. K-State gets first back-to-back wins in more than a month as they beat west virginia last night we have basketball in lawrence tonight seventh ranked kansas hosting byu a team that has lost three straight road games meanwhile ku has won 19 straight home games third longest active streak in the nation jayhawks are six and a half point favorite coming into this one tonight byu making its first visit to lawrence in 52 years been there in a long time. And now they're conference foes, so they'll start meeting regularly. KU, like we said, a six-and-a-half-point favorite. Seven o'clock tip-off tonight in Lawrence. Moving over to softball briefly, we will talk softball tonight, the weekly edition of the Christy Bredbenner Softball Show with the Wichita State head coach. it will be at six o'clock tonight over on 97.5 and 1240 KFH. Softball team off to a 7-3 and three start. Getting ready for a trip to Nebraska coming up this weekend. High school basketball. We are into sub-state, so when you advance, you lose. Your season is over all over the state. We have a good 5A sub-state game tonight. For the boys, Emporia at Andover Central. Both teams are 13-7 and on the season, but somebody will advance. Another will go home. Last night in Class 2A, girls play in sub-state. Inman wins on the road at Chase County. Winning 81-53, the Inman girls are into the sub-state semifinals with a record of 15-6. Pro hockey in the NHL last night. The Edmonton Oilers win on home ice, beat the Los Angeles Kings 4-2. Starting in goalie for Edmonton, former Wichita Thunder goalie Stuart Skinner had 38 saves. And on defense for Edmonton, another Thunder star, Vincent Descharnay, got in three hits on defense. Edmonton snaps a three-game losing streak with that win. The Oilers holding on to third place in the Pacific Division. Pro basketball in the NBA last night. The Toronto Raptors win in Indianapolis, beat the Pacers 130-122. to A couple of former Kansas Jayhawks helping out the Raptors off the bench. Grady Dick from Wichita, the rookie out of KU. Four for four from three-point range, 18 points, five rebounds for Grady. And another Jayhawk, Ochai contributed 13 points off the bench. The Raptors have won three in a row. They are three and a half games back for a playoff spot. That's Sports with Stephen Ted, brought to you by Bel Air Recovery Center, a safe, healing environment with caring employees that fully understand recovery from addiction. Bel Air Recovery
1: Center, they improve the lives they touch. You know, yeah, I'm going to throw you a curve this point. Do you know any of the local high school teams that are undefeated at this point? Yeah, there are several. Are there several? Okay. Yeah, we talked about them quite a bit last week. Okay. Mays South boys,
5: really? and over girls. Uh, okay. I think maybe the McPherson boys.
1: Oh, there you go. One the does. Heights
5: boys, maybe. Yeah. Or do they have one loss? I have to check on that. All yeah, right. we got a few out there. We'll touch
1: on them as we get through
5: going through sub state here. Right. Right.
1: Six twenty one. Now, keep it here for Doctor Sanjay Gupta. Will a drink a day boost your health? That's coming up. Stephen's 10 of the morning here on KNSS. I'll have one right now. Morning, 6.30. Stephen, says is the morning. Steve McIntosh, Ted Woodward, 47 degrees. Millions in the Midwest are at risk of severe weather today. Fox Weather Stephen Morgan has details.
3: We've got some dry air. And it's been nearly impossible to have a cloud develop. These blue skies, severe potential, notably the the tornadic threat that we have. It is displaced a little farther to the north, a little closer to where that surface low will likely develop. But uh, as we're looking at the environment and, and these temperatures, It reminds me, back in 2011, folks who live in St. Louis, they remember the Good Friday tornado. It happened on the 22nd of April. Um, We had a powerful supercell. In fact, the strongest, most devastating tornado we have seen in nearly 40 years.
1: Forecasters say 30 million Americans are under possible storm threat today. Authorities have
5: identified a man who died after crashing his motorcycle in southeast Wichita Sunday afternoon on 47th Street between Oliver and Woodlawn. 24-year-old Luciano Jorge Garcia of Wichita lost control of his motorcycle and crashed.
1: Several Kansas counties have already issued or are planning to impose burn bans due to the high fire risk conditions. Meade County Fire Chief Brandon Hageman says the ban can cut down on the risk of fires getting out of control.
3: Even though you think your fire might be out, you know, there can still be hot embers down inside
5: that fire. You get a day like today where the humidity's low, and the wind comes up, then uh, that fire can that you thought was out could get away from you pretty fast.
1: The burn ban is in effect through April 1st. Wichita
5: Mayor Lily Wu tells KNSS News a special event is scheduled for today at 5.30 p.m. at Century 2.
2: We're having a Division of Arts and Cultural Services uh, event. It's the State of the Arts Community event, and this is an opportunity for people to see how the arts generates over 180 million dollars in economic activity right here in wichita in 2022 alone
5: wu commented during mondays with the mayor on the steve and ted in the morning show on knss
1: police are looking for whoever placed an explosive device outside a government office in alabama the device was detonated outside the office of state attorney general steve marshall over the weekend in downtown montgomery marshall says there were no injuries in the explosion no word on a motive, but the incident came after Marshall announced he wouldn't prosecute providers of in vitro fertilization or families who use their services. Alabama Supreme Court recently ruled that frozen embryos could be considered children under a state law. The decision was in response to two wrongful death lawsuits brought by couples whose frozen embryos were destroyed in an accident at an Alabama fertility clinic. Tom Rigotti, Fox News. Donald Trump has appealed his $454 million New York civil fraud judgment, challenging a judge's finding that he lied about his wealth as he grew the real estate empire that launched him to stardom and the presidency. The former president's lawyers filed a notice of appeal Monday asking the state's mid-level appeals court to overturn Judge Arthur Engregon's February 16th ruling in Attorney General Letitia James's lawsuit. Let's take a look at the forecast now with KNSS staff meteorologist Dan Holliday. Good morning, Dan.
0: Good morning. Our record high temperature for today in Wichita is 78, set back in 1976. We may break that again today. Sunshine, windy and warm with a high near 80. A strong cold front is going to bring an end to this spring-like weather. Tonight's low 23, sunny and 46 tomorrow. I'm KNSS meteorologist Dan Holiday.
1: Now a few clouds, 47 degrees, southwest wind at 7 miles per hour. At Wichita Severe Weather Station, 98.7 and 1330 KNSS. Well, Ted, here we go. Tuesday morning, we're off to a pretty good start. Got my coffee going here. Prairie fire. It's the best.
5: Yeah, right I just it. was with you when
1: you were filling up a couple minutes ago. It's about Another the, round. So, see, we've been here on the air for a half hour. That's about the 57th cup right Oh, there. good for you. Nice. Coming up in a, an hour from now, we'll talk with Century County Commission Chair Ryan Beatty, as we do with Steve and Ted on Tuesday mornings. Today is the twenty-seventh day of February. On this date in 1951, the Twenty-second Amendment to the Constitution, limiting a president to ter- two terms of office, was ratified. I guess that's because of a reaction to President Roosevelt serving part of four terms. Of course, he didn't serve all of the last one, but uh, it was kind of—I guess—it was kind of a kickback from that. They didn't want that going on. Uh, hmm. Own,
5: our only president to serve more than two terms. That's
1: right, a proof copy of the first Harry Potter novel that uh, has bought was bought for pennies in a secondhand bookstore almost thirty years ago, has sold at auction for eleven thousand pounds. That's about thirteen thousand nine hundred dollars. British auctioneers Hanson's said Monday that the first edition copy of Harry Potter and the Philosopher's Stone, which states uncorrected proof copy on the cover was bought in 1997 from a shop in South London with two other books for a total of 40 pence. That's 50 cents. The seller, who was not named, picked up the book about the famous boy wizard as a throw-in with other titles.
5: Yeah, okay, throw it in. Yeah, put it in there. Whatever.
1: Didn't read it or pay much attention to it for years until she read online about the high prices some Potter copies have achieved. Aha! There you go. Yeah, you got to... You got one of those well, second-hand Harry, deal right there. Harry Potter's. You could be rolling in some tall uh, pounds, whatever. Uh, what do they call them? Uh, I, I don't know. I'm not familiar with the English currency. I know there's there's pounds, there's pence, there's whatever. Let's see here. What do we got here? A new new generation of influencers. Oh, great. Is emerging. Just what i always wanted. Defining influencers would be what, somebody on the... On the, on the internet who people follow, I guess, when they put something yeah, on. Yeah,
5: they spout their stuff, and then for some reason, people start heeding what they say.
1: Well, you're going to like this, Ted. Companies are targeting Generation Alpha. Kids born between... I don't even know what that is. Okay, kids born between the 2010s and 2020s to become brand ambassadors. Children as okay. young as seven years old are partnering with brands to not only promote products on social media and be the faces of ad campaigns, but as active participants in launching and marketing products. Seven years old. More information at knssradio.com, where I picked up this story this morning. Well, I
5: mean, stuff like this has been happening. I mean, remember uh, the little kid on the baloney ad for Oscar Mayer? Or Mikey on the Life Mikey, commercials? Yeah, Mikey.
1: So, Mikey likes it. So, so kids, yeah.
5: have, kids have been the face of advertising and product yeah. stuff for, for a while but yeah. as far as developing the product probably not
1: i guess that's better than having a seven-year-old working on the slaughtering for it off at a meat pack well that happens too <laughs> we hope not unfortunately six thirty-seven 6 37 now 10 in the morning on the knss let's go ahead and take a look at the commodities update this morning with tom
4: leffler of leffler commodities good morning tom Well, good morning, excuse me, Steve and Ted. Last week's average steer cash cattle trade in Kansas was $182.47, which is up $2.61 from the previous week. Now, daily lows were made early in the session yesterday for the live cattle and feeder cattle futures. The cattle complex recovered to trade positive, but only the live cattle were able to close positive. Lean hogs traded and closed mostly positive with new highs and some new contract highs. At the close yesterday, April live cattle 20 cents higher at 188.10. April feeder cattle $1.07 lower at 258.90. And April lean hogs 92 cents lower at 86.27. The wheat, corn, and soybean futures were able to come off the session lows to close positive yesterday. The weekly export inspections were good for the wheat and corn. Thursday is first notice day for March futures contracts. And Brazil's bean crop is estimated to be 40% harvested, and their second corn crop 73% planted. At the moment, May Kansas City wheat's a penny and a half higher at five seventy eight. May corns up a quarter of a penny at four twenty-one and three quarters. May soybeans, ten and a half cents higher at eleven fifty-five and three quarters. April crude oil, twenty-two cents lower at 77.36. April Gold, $8.5 higher, at $2,047.40. The March SP, 8.5 points higher at $5,089. The March Dollar Index, 18 cents lower at $103.57. And March Dow Jones Futures holding 29 points higher at $39,145. For commodity trading, egg marketing, or mammy's trading programs. Contact for Commodities on the phone or on the web by using
1: 866-GO-TO-TOM. Yeah, I don't know if you were listening a few minutes ago, we are talking about uh, seven-year-olds or kids that young being brand uh, brand enforcers or influencers on the internet. And Ted was talking about, you were talking about that little boy, Mikey, that uh, was on TV, the one, Mikey likes it. Life cereal. Yeah, Yeah, he did the commercials for Life cereal. Life cereal, right? And uh, I, you know, I thought, well, that's that's awfully young. On the other hand, I got to thinking about uh, my late grandfather, who uh, was born on a farm in uh, Pawnee County uh, in in eighteen ninety two, eighteen ninety. Anyway, he told me one time. He said, "Yeah, he said, I was a kid. My evening chore when I was seven was to get on my pony." Take my gun, my rifle, and go out and bring in the cows. He was seven years old. Of <laughs> that's yes, that's on the farm. That's what
5: happens in rural yeah. life. Yeah,
1: you know, and but the, of course, as you know, the 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 short side of that is that uh, kids uh, can sometimes get hurt on farms because it, that can be a dangerous place, especially if you're not careful, right?
4: Oh, it can be, but it's like anything. Yeah. Use common sense. Things will happen once in a while, but overall, kids on farms learn a lot more than anybody else. They kind of know how to handle themselves in life, and they earn a lot of work ethics.
1: Oh, yeah, well, they sure do, and uh, some of them turn out uh, really, really great people, and then uh, some of them turn out like you, you know?
4: <laughs> Careful now. I'll have somebody come visit you today. Oh, no, don't do that, please. All right. They'll sh- <laughs> sh- show up with overalls and a big,
1: and a big ball bat, right? <laughs> That's right. Okay. <laughs> Thank you, Tom. Check with you tomorrow. Tom Leffler, Leffler Commodities coming up. We got Don Grant, CFP. He is the money tracker. Here's his here's his tease for today. Okay. What do we got? Tax brackets. Okay. Short and simple. A <laughs> lot of writing went into that one. A lot of thought. Well, maybe
5: he's got a lot of content. I know it's gonna be good.
0: Tax brackets coming up, Steve. Ten of the morning here on KNSS. <laughs> Steve
1: and Ted in the morning, KNSS, 646 on a Tuesday morning. Three big things. Three. Firefighters battled several wildfires burning in south-central Kansas. Two. Emergency disaster declaration and red flag warning for fire danger across the state. One. President Biden and Donald Trump will visit the southern border this week. Three big things, Steve and Ted on KNSS.
3: Really starting to see some of those traffic volumes picking up. Heaviest traffic I'm seeing right now is uh, right around K-15, 31st Street South. uh, Between there and MacArthur, especially northbound there on K-15. Pretty heavy traffic at this time. Traffic update from 98.7 and 1330 KNSS. I'm Jad Chambers. Red flag
1: warning for fire danger today. Sunny and breezy with a high of 78 degrees. Yesterday's high was 78. That tied a record for the date. Mostly cloudy and cool tonight. The overnight low, 23. And then Wednesday, sunny and cooler. Tomorrow's high, just 48 degrees, about 30 degrees cooler than today. Now a few clouds, 47 degrees. We have a southwest wind at 7 miles per hour. At Wichita's Severe Weather Station, 98.7 and 1330 KNSS. Whiskey lovers go to the monarch for nightcap specials every day from 10 till midnight. Get half-priced pints and $7 signature old fashions. The Monarch, West Douglas, in historic Delano. Depending on where you work, there's now a chance artificial intelligence is analyzing your messages. Fox on Tech.
2: AI might be helping your employer analyze and read your messages on popular work apps. There's a growing trend of companies using tools like the AI startup Aware to monitor company communication. Aware says that 90% of their clients use their AI for e-discovery, so essentially to monitor for speech that creates legal risk. The other portion of their business can read employee sentiment in real time. Companies like Delta use the tool for both legal purposes and to assess sentiment. Some of the apps this new software might be used on include Slack, Microsoft Teams, Workplace, or Zoom. When it comes to Aware, the CEO tells Fox Business, quote, We believe that fostering a positive, safe, and legally compliant work environment is not only the right thing to do, it's also smart business, and AI helps us do it better at scale and with respect to privacy. With Fox on Tech, I'm Madison Allworth, Fox News.
1: We had a down close on Wall Street Monday.
0: Stocks lower ahead of key inflation data on tap for later this week. The Dow closing down 62 points, the S&P 500 down 19, the Nasdaq off by 20. Both the Dow and S&P slipping from record territory, but one stock did move higher, NVIDIA, hitting yet another record as shares of the AI chip company close in on a record $2 trillion in market value. In other market news, Amazon joined the Dow, moving slightly lower as Walgreens, the stock that was kicked out of the index to make way for Amazon, moved down by 3%. And new home sales rebounding for the second month. Median price for a new home now $420,700. In New York, Jerry Willis, Fox News.
1: Government and aviation industry experts say Boeing has made some strides toward improving its safety culture. But employees could still be a subject to retaliation for reporting issues. That's one of the findings in a report presented Monday to the Federal Aviation Administration. The experts say that when it comes to safety, there is a disconnect between Boeing's senior management and its workers. That's not good. Oh, Because they don't want those folks blowing a whistle on them. <laughs> and as we've been telling you, uh, the uh, 2024 severe weather Safety program put on by the Sedgwick County Emergency Management people had the first one last night in Valley Center, and the next one will be Thursday. This th- th- Thursday, it's combined class for Andale and Mount Hope, and that will be at Mount Hope Community Building. And all of these start at 6:30 p.m. and they are open to the public at no charge. There
5: you go. It's Thursday night,
1: Don Grant, CFP, the Money Tracker, tax brackets. Good morning, Dan.
6: I know. I know. Good morning, Stephen Ted. You know, I know that this was a compelling, compelling tease for this.
1: Oh yeah, yeah,
6: yeah, yeah. Well, it's because you know there's a lot of confusion there's the surrounding income taxes. You know, what is taxed? How much? How much does my marginal tax the, the the bracket differ from from my effective tax? And and there's always the other side of the balance sheet. How? Are those taxes used? And uh, that's another conversation for another day, how taxes are used. But anyway, there are several types of filers, single, married filing joint, and head of household. Rather than breaking down each one, here are approximate brackets for those who are married filing joint returns. First of all, income tax up to $23,000 is taxed at 10%. $23,000 to $94,000 is 12%. Uh, ninety four to two hundred thousand pays about twenty two percent two hundred to three hundred and eighty thousand dollars is twenty four percent thirty two uh, percent for three hundred and eighty to four hundred and ninety thousand dollars and when you go higher than that four hundred and ninety to seven hundred and thirty is thirty five percent and finally anything above seven hundred and thirty thousand is thirty seven percent now if you're in the twenty four percent bracket let's say That doesn't mean that you'll pay 24% on every dollar you earn. Here's how it works. The 24% bracket is just for earnings from 200 to $380,000. If you have taxable income of $250,000, let's say, which is above, you're in in the 24% bracket, you'll pay 24% just on everything above 201,000. So that would be $49,000. So the first 23,000 is, as I said earlier, is taxed at 10%. That'd be $2,300. Then from 24 to 94,000, it's 12%. That's $8,400. 95,000 to 200 at 22% is $23,100. And that $49,000 that's above 200, uh, 201 to 250 at 24% would be 11760 Now, bear with me. This is I know this is getting kind of complicated. But if we add all those marginal, marginal tax liabilities up, the total income tax owed is about $45,000. Now, when we divide that by the total income of 250000 will come up with the effective or the actual tax rate, which is about 18%. Now it gets even more complex and that is the standard deduction for a married couple is is, uh, as you just heard earlier on that tax ad that we heard, uh, is just north of $29,000. So if you earn less than $29,000, you pay no income tax, those numbers all don't factor in other deductions and other tax credits. And I realize this is kind of complex, and this stresses the need to either use a good tax planning software or work with a tax professional. And, of course, if you have any questions, give me a call over at Sabre Wealth. The number is 267-0600.
1: Don, today is National Retro Day, taking us back to a time before smartphones and the Internet. Every generation looks back and asks, remember when? And this celebration indulges our love of the good old days while remaining in the present. All right. Relics of the past. Phone booths. When's the last time you saw a phone booth in public? Been a while. Actually,
6: actually, I'm trying to remember. I was traveling in Colorado, and I did see one that, that worked. Really? Yeah, and I think it was more of a joke than anything.
1: Well, <laughs> I they know. do have one down at the uh, Wichita-Cedric County Historical Museum. I'm
6: sure it. there's one at the – there's probably one at the jail –
1: And, of course, it got mentioned
5: last week with that thing that landed on the moon. They said it was the size of a phone booth. Oh, well. And it's already tipped over.
6: Yeah. Nobody (laughs) knew what they were talking about. That's funny.
1: How about uh, (laughs) full-service gas stations where you Uh, you drive in and you ding a bell and a guy, a person comes out and fills your tank? But there's still some
5: states where they do that. Is you, there like there's some states where you can't pump your own gas. I did New know Jersey that. is one of them, I know, and there's a few others.
1: Is that right? How no. about that? Yeah. How about here's well, a there used to be. here's a token oh, of the token of the past. Civil politicians.
5: Yeah, that's a good one.
1: <laughs> right there along with mature adults. <laughs> <laughs> How about tattoos on Navy and Marine veterans and nobody else? <laughs> it's like exactly that's the opposite. Good. It's the opposite. Uh, or how about how
6: about when people used to wear other things other than pajamas to Walmart?
1: Yeah, yeah, pajama I'm, bottoms. Oh my, I, <laughs> my granddaughters wear them constantly.
0: <laughs> oh
4: man! How yeah. about
5: when people used to dress up to go to church? Yeah. Oh yeah. Or work. Or Everything's just super casual now.
1: Or just to go downtown or, shopping. Mm. Or,
6: to, or to fly. Or to fly someplace. When yeah. I was a kid, when we flew someplace, I had to put on a tie. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And now now people are coming back from the Bahamas with their with their uh, with their, uh, you know, the sleeveless T-shirts on and shorts and sandals. And it's just it's just just
1: disgusting in the National Retro Day. All right. Thanks, guys. Coming up, Steve, at 10 of the morning here, top of the hour. Seven o'clock news this morning. President Biden will visit the southern border and wildfires burning across central Kansas yesterday. We'll tell you about that, Stephen Tell in the morning here on KNSS.
3: Securities offered through Kestra Investment Services, LLC. Member FENRA FINRA SIPC. Investment Advisory Services offered through Kestra Advisory Services, LLC. An affiliate of Kestra IS. Saber Wealth is not affiliated with Kestra IS or Kestra AS.
0: Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball has been boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. You'll be glad you did.